G'day and welcome to Brown and Hurley's Big Podcast. Join us as we travel through the history and the culture of this iconic Australian family company. You'll hear from Brown and Hurley people and the customers who are part of this journey. Let's hit the road. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Bruce Barnes, the dealer principal here at Brown and Hurley Yatla. And in this episode, I have the pleasure of chatting with Rob Brown, the director of the Brown and Hurley Group. Welcome, Rob. Thank you, Bruce. How did you start? We're going to go back a little way. How did you start your career in the transport industry? Well, I joined the Brown and Hurley Group after doing an engineering degree, mechanical engineering, and working for a manufacturing company for several years. And then uh, our family was involved, and uh, I rang my father one day and said, have you got a spot for me? And he said, yes, we'll fit you in somewhere. Oh, so you didn't actually start out employed by the by the family business? No, that's right. I, I worked elsewhere. Being in the industry of a number of years, as I said, a few years, what do you enjoy most about working in the transport industry? Well, the most enjoyable thing is the people that you meet and interact with along the way. A lot of our friends are uh, uh, customers or have been customers or are customers. It's the wonderful people you meet and the friendships that you develop and the the odd beer along the way with everyone. <laughs> Should be plenty of odd beers uh, and plenty of friends made along the way. In your time, you would have seen plenty of trucks come and go. What would be your most favourite truck or your, the favourite model truck you had and, and why would that be so? Well, as you say, I've seen lots of different models come and go, um, but my favourite truck and probably the, the, the best truck that I think Kenworth make is the, is the cab over, the K200. It's a very versatile truck, can do everything from local work to road train operations. And it's designed in Australia for our conditions. It's also built nowhere else in the world. It's an entirely Australian product. Yeah, it's got a, uh, it's a, it's a huge makeup of the, uh, the model mix, the model build for the Kenworth factory um, here in Australia. And it certainly uh, serves a lot of, key, lot of our customers very, very well. In regards to your time at Brown and Hurley, and it said, I've seen a lot of milestones in my short period of time being here. What's the most significant milestone that you've had in your history with the Brown and Hurley group? Well, probably the most uh, significant milestone was really before my time joining the Brown and Hurley group, but it's when we obtained the Kenworth franchise back in the 60s. It has been and will remain the mainstay of our company for many years to come, I'm sure. They're a great manufacturer, it's a great product, great people to deal with. Yeah. And not a lot of people know, but Packcar, which is the main, which is the head company of um, Kenworth, Peterbilt and Daff, basically a family-owned company. They're listed on the stock exchange in the US, but majority of shares are held by the Piggott family. They've been going over 100 years, and just recently it was the first time that a Piggott wasn't the, the CEO of the organisation. So uh, they, they have a lot in common with our company. They're a lot bigger than us, of course. <laughs> I like the sound of that being a predominantly family-based company. You can know who to talk to if uh, you ever need assistance. In regards to the industry, what changes have you seen most in your time here at Brown and Hurley within the industry? Well, probably the main thing uh, occurred a little while ago, but it was the reliability and the durability of the driveline components. Uh, back when I started, 400,000 kilometres was about what you got out of the transmissions, rear axles and the engine before you needed overhaul. But now it's much, much more. And, uh, 
well over a million kilometres and, and further than that. So that's one of the big changes. The other one is electronics, of course. Uh, back when I started, the only electronics in a truck was the, probably the radio. But now, uh, you know, it can be 20 or 30 computers in trucks these days. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're very good. Uh, some of the early ones we weren't so good, but uh, today they're, they're very good and, and very reliable. And, in fact, the, uh, the modern trucks can't really operate without electronics to control them. Too true, that. Any key changes or any predictions for the future within the industry that you can see coming? Well, the, the predictions for the future, I guess, if I could answer that. The Commonwealth Government publishes predictions for road freight growth, and the actual growth has always exceeded predictions, often by large amounts. And there's no reason to think long-term trends in road freight growth will not continue into the future as our population grows and the world needs more of what we produce, particularly in agriculture. Good answer. When you drive across this wide brown land, you'll drive through some of the most magnificent scenery in the world. Between these scenes of beauty are the world's harshest operating conditions for our trucks. So you need a truck that's made here by people who know Aussies and their conditions. Kenworth trucks are designed and manufactured in Australia by Australians for Australia's harsh conditions. Check them out at Brown and Hurley today. What advice would you give someone who was going to pursue a career within the transport industry or, or even start up their own business. What advice would you give them, Rob? It's a great industry and we'll always need it. There's no, uh, and I can't see any great disruptors that will materially change the need to move freight from point A to point B. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about it. We, we, we don't have uh, gadgets that, that disassemble something in in. Uh, Sydney and reassembled it in, in Brisbane. Um, that's all science fiction stuff and can't see it happening for a long time, if ever. So there's always going to be a need for that. The, the transport industry is great. Doing a, an apprenticeship is always very, very positive. You learn to think mechanically and you learn how to fix things uh, and it's a great background. And if you can do that sort of thing as an entry into the transport industry, whether you become a mechanic or a truck salesman or operate a truck or a freight forwarder or drive a truck, it's always a real positive to have that knowledge. Excellent. Thanks for that, Rob. Is there anything else you'd like to say? There is a couple of comments I'd like to make. Uh, our company turns 75 next year. My father and Alan Brown and his business partner, Jack Hurley, started the company in 1946. So that's a, a heck of a milestone for us. The other thing that I'd like to say is that in that 75 years, there's two families who have been together for all this time. We both share the ownership and we both shared the management all that time. It's probably not unique, but it's very unusual for two families to continue in business and for 75 years. What do I put it down to? Well, I always say we're all reasonable people, and I think that's very important in business. You've got to listen to what the other person's says and take their point of view on board and then sometimes uh, uh, your point of view may not be right so it's really and, and always put the company first that's that's the most important thing. Some great morals some great ethics. Rob you mentioned the joining of the two families how did that happen? Well both my father and, and Jack Hurley were in the army together in World War II both of them were motor mechanics they joined up and both of them wanted to go overseas and fight but 
their skills were in demand in Australia for uh, reconditioning and servicing vehicles. The other thing they did was taught the guys who were going overseas how to how to get some, a truck going or a car going again if it broke down in the desert or, or whatever, some of the basic mechanics. So they were deemed too valuable to, to go overseas. And so they became firm friends in the army and decided they'd go into business together after the war. That's what happened. Yeah. And, and when they started their business, they weren't in heavy commercial vehicles as such, were they? Well, no. And in fact, back then, there, there really weren't heavy commercial vehicles as we know them today. Yep. They'd always liked trucks, though. They'd always thought the trucks were, were the future. And that, they became involved with cars originally, but trucks were always their passion. And that's what they wanted to get into, and that's what they worked towards. Rob, one of the key products that we sell is Kenworth, and we've got a lovely manufacturing facility here in Bayswater in Melbourne. You've probably been down the factory a few times. Can you tell me a bit about the, the Kenworth factory here at Bayswater in Victoria? Well, I can, Bruce. Melbourne is probably my second home for, for many years. I used to go down there a lot. The Packard factory, most people in, in Australia, unless they're in the trucking industry, don't realise that we still build trucks in Australia. Uh, the Kenworth factory in Melbourne uh, is an excellent factory. Packard production system is, uh, is world class. I've been to factories all around the world and there are a lot, many bigger than the, the one in Melbourne, but I've never seen one that's better. They've put a lot of money and time and effort into making the Australian production as, as good as or better than anywhere else in the world. The products that, we, that are built in Australia with Kenworth, they're built for the Australian market. They're designed here, they've got a big team of engineers spent a lot of time in the field making sure that the products that, that are built in Melbourne are suitable for Australia because we carry higher train weights, we operate in higher temperatures, in dusty conditions, our roads aren't uh, anywhere near as good as they are in North America or in Europe. So our trucks have got to be a lot stronger. Uh, we tend to run more power, uh, we tend to run 18-speed transmissions rather than the rest of the world, which runs 10 or 12 speed transmissions, we run heavier rear axles. So the trucks that are, as I say, are built in Australia are, are really suit our conditions. And you can see that with the Kenworth product. And I've always said you really don't see the value in a Kenworth until it's four or five or six years old. You know, the, the chassis's still good, the cab's still good, the wiring's still good. A lot of our competitors really build their trucks to last for that, for that four or five years, whereas the Kenworth product built in Australia is built to last many years and you can see that by the number of old Kenworths that are still earning their keep every day running mm. around the place. And, and, you, and you can also see that by, and I said, when they do start to have a few issues when they're older, the support that they get from the dealer network. That's right. Every truck that's built in the factory in, in Packard, there's a, a list of every nut and bolt that goes into that and every dealer has access to that. And we, all we need is the chassis number. We can tell you exactly what the truck was built with. Thanks again, Rob, for coming in. Uh, you're an absolute legend of the Brown and Hurley Group and an icon of the industry. And it's a pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you. Before we go, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribing means you won't miss the next episode when it's published. Your feedback is also very welcome. And you can reach out to us on Brown and Hurley Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn pages. You'll also find lots of useful information about us and the products we offer on our website, brownandhurley.com.au. Thanks again for listening to Brown and Hurley's Big Podcast, brought to you by the Big Truck People. This podcast has been produced by the Brisbane Podcasting Centre.